Fair warning, we may drop a few four-letter words here and there in this podcast. Uh, buckle up and enjoy the ride. just saying good morning to you <laughs> well let's be pretty enthusiastic every morning even I know. when it's just you and me i know i know yes baby good morning okay so more or less why are we here like existentially <laughs> or meaning why are we doing this podcast <laughs> we'll get to the existentially okay. but yes first I guess it is a, a good point to establish just why we started or why we're starting this conversation, this podcast, this endeavor. And I think from, from my perspective, it is a, I mean, a little bit of a, just a, a chronicle of the kind of unique life that we've lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for you like what's the point why are we here <sighs> not existentially <laughs> <laughs> well this is fine you've never asked me this before um yeah i mean initially i said yes and we're here because it was your vision that we sit down and talk and share just our life and our story and that's always been how we've approach relationships with others so i was easily a yes i was like of course this would be great um, and so for me i think yeah i'm just along for the ride you're just just here because i'm like hey you want to do something dumb <laughs> <laughs> totally crazy and possibly awesome and i was like yeah down which is kind of a running theme in our relationship <laughs> Very true. Of, are you down to do something crazy? And like, there's just an us-shaped hole in the door. Like, we don't really stop to think about it. Yes. But we'll kind of take this all the way back. So, big picture view to how we find ourselves here. Like, at this point in our lives, going all the way. Like, again, big picture view. We both grew up in well. The Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest. But relatively small town out in southwest Washington. I grew up there, lived my entire life there. You moved in third grade Mm -hmm. to Washougal. Yeah, I think I was 10. And so that was like the first point of connection. Not like that far back, but that we both lived in Washougal and there's not a lot in Washougal. Correct. <laughs> That's all there is to That's say all about there it. Is to say about that. Uh, yeah, there's <laughs> there's not a lot about Washougal. Like we have a national motocross track that gets used 
one time during the year for like national races and other than that there's there's nothing to it um you know fast forward to you know maybe a little bit more formative years high school you lived and i'm using air quotes here next door to my best friend in high school which next door was relative because i think you guys had like five acres Mm -hmm. they had about the same so like the backs of your properties butted up to each other so you were next door but it wasn't like yeah. Next door. The walking distance, if you went across the fields, just back door to back door, was relatively short. What, maybe a quarter mile? Maybe. Yeah. But to get Drive there it. by vehicle, yes, was several. Was yeah, it was like two miles or something as the mm-hmm. as the road went, but as the crow flies. So because you were next door neighbors, I think you and you were in the same grade as his younger brother, so you kind of got attached that way a little bit. Of he had a car, and yeah, I remember um, because we were so far out at the time, and both my parents worked when it was you know, when an opportunity presented itself to be in town, whether that was for school events or church events or whatever. Ryan was always there like you said with the vehicle and available and his parents were pretty firm that he gets to <laughs> drive his brother mm-hmm. and uh, me the neighbor yeah to those places um and so that's really how we first entered into one another's orbit even yeah. though we weren't each other like we weren't direct friends and i wouldn't say i was even friends with ryan it just was an opportunity that i had to be able to get where i needed to go yeah yeah but we had that you know orbit for for lack of a better term we had friends in common even though we weren't directly friends correct for years i mean all through high school we we did we orbited each other yeah i know you wound up over at you know, my parents' house multiple times, but that was because when we moved into town, that was the place. Yeah, right? it was like the central hub for any youth that just needed a landing pad and yeah. to be loved on. And yep, if you, you know, were have have mom and dad, like your parents really were everyone's parents. Yeah, if you were in my orbit, pretty much you were welcome at my house, mm-hmm. pretty much at any point. Um. So we got there. I graduated high school, and the year I graduated, your dad got transferred to Memphis. Yeah, so in our story, this may help those listening. You were the youngest in your grade. I was the oldest in mine, but that caused us to be three grade levels apart. Even though we're two years. Yeah, and so you're right. You graduated, and... Well, is my math right? Would you have graduated my freshman year? I think so. Or did you graduate my sophomore year? No, you graduated my freshman year. Mm-hmm. So then I completed my sophomore year. So you would have been out of school already oh. for a year working at Wafer Tech, yeah. just doing that stuff. I think you probably had the house with the guys by that point. Not quite. But shortly close. thereafter, yeah. And so, yeah, but then after. My sophomore year completed that summer. We moved to Memphis, um, 
and that's right you I did think your... for the first time when the world began to expand for me mm-hmm. and through our relationship then you got sucked into that expansion vortex and we've been on quite a wild journey Trip since sense. then yeah yeah i'm gonna say you moving and i mean it wasn't until i guess your sophomore junior year in college yeah that we actually like started to connect you and i right exactly one-on-one mm-hmm. yeah more intimately um because yeah for me i mean this was the first time my family had ever left the northwest and so all of the extended family was still there and my mom was quite resistant <laughs> at the time to leave her family and so the deal was we would go home every christmas and you know we would still be active and mm-hmm. participate in family life and so yeah that's why anytime going home like the consistent visits home to see family then gave the opportunity to see friends having mm-hmm. grown up with and again the Donald's home, the door's always open. Yeah. And so being able to have that landing pad. And so still in one another's orbit, but you're right, mm-hmm. not like directly anything, just you and I. Yeah, until well into my college years. Yeah. Because, yeah, like I just remember, you know, at this point, yeah, I think I was living with the guys... And you sent me a message said, you know, you were coming into town, needed to ride from the airport to your grandparents, whatever. And I was free. We just had to make a pit stop at uh, one of my buddy's birthday parties, like en route. And so, of course, you know, I show up with this girl and one of my good friends, roommate. I don't know if he was my roommate at the time. Um, I was like, hey, who's the girl? I'm like, no, no, nothing. Shut up. Just a, a friend. I'm just giving her a ride. And, you know, that was that. Then the next Christmas. Next Christmas, same thing happened, (laughs) right? You know, Um, and, you know, same same buddy was like, "Um, dude, you brought the same girl to this party again. Like, no, like, seriously, like, just so happened she came into town, picked her up from the airport. We're heading over to, you know, grandparents. I'm going to drop her off. The end. So it I thought, night. <laughs> third year, I know we, you know, same thing. I picked you up from the airport only this time, instead of being at, you know, one of our houses or something, we went out to dinner. Yeah, that's right. We were at the montage restaurant yeah, in, Den- Portland. in Portland. Yeah. Under the bridge. Yeah. And like, I just remember like finally getting it. Like it just kind of smacked me in the head when we were there. I'm like, Oh Maybe there is something here. That was the first time you held my hand. Yeah. Under the table. It was so cute. I was like, yes, I'm winning. (laughs) He's getting this. (laughs) Well, and then, like, when we're heading back to, you know, the Washington side, I'm like, all right, now I need to figure this out. And, um, 
So your brain logically is kicking in, running yeah. all the things. And, uh, <laughs> That's so funny. A friend of a friend, you know, one of my buddy's friends, is like, oh, hey, I need a ride too. And I'm like, yeah, no, my car's full. And he's like, I'll make room. And I'm like, no, seriously, my car's full. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I'll just, I'll just, you know, hop in the backseat, whatever. And he proceeded to talk the entire drive home. And I was just like, dude, shut up. I'm trying to figure things out here. Get out of my car. <laughs> um, and then we kind of started dating, I guess. But at that point, I mean, you were back for maybe a couple weeks mm. around Christmas. So whatever you can call that, if that's, you know, the start of dating, spending whatever so, free time we had. Yeah, we actually had one-on-one -on -one time. Mm -hmm. And we knew it was limited because I would be going back to school. So, yeah, we did tend to make the most of any yeah. opportunity. Yeah, if I wasn't at work or you weren't with you know, your grandparents or, mm -hmm. you know, uncles or whatever. Yeah. Um and then you went back to school, came back to school here in Nashville. Mm -hmm. And my cell phone bill proceeded to like double or yes. triple whatever it was because, you know, before it, you know, didn't text a ton. Oh, now let me just pause for a moment for our listeners. Back in the day, you had to pay for text messages. You had messages. to pay for text messages, and you only got so many included every month in your plan and then you could buy more mm -hmm. um so yes we are mature yeah. in our wink wink late 30s <laughs> so anyway so my felt my phone bill just like skyrockets because now like if i'm off work or on the phone or you know i'm at work when i have a break or whatever i was you know texting back and forth or you weren't at i think you were working at the um cafe then being a, a server waitress mm -hmm. so like when we could um and then a couple months later just so happened to be valentine's day but i called you at like six o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. and i was like hey what are you doing this afternoon and, you know, you weren't thinking anything of it, but I had bought a plane ticket from Portland out to Nashville. And so it was just like, hey, will you come pick me up from the airport? And you did, which was cool. And then we proceeded to drive to Memphis to spend a couple days with your parents. Mm-hmm. And the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think at that, that was the moment, at least what I've heard from your parents, like that moment for you was the moment you were all in. Mm -hmm. You were like, I'm not just interested in getting to know this girl. Like, I'm going to figure out how to make this work. Yeah. Because again, we were. We were living almost a whole country apart. Yeah, 2,000 miles. And um, and I still had... Two years in college. 
Well, yeah, at that point, I would have had that semester and then one full year mm-hmm. left. Yeah. So we knew, you know, just, again, calculating what that really looked like, what mm-hmm. that would mean. Um, yeah, so we spent the majority of our early relationship. Long distance. Long distance. And for me, I think, I don't know if this is where you want to go, so you can cut this out if you need to. But for me... Looking back, like that distance, while it was challenging, was also one of the greatest gifts mm-hmm. because we got to talk mm-hmm. and get to know one another and because it started out with distance it demanded commitment Mm -hmm. from us and that is a trait and quality we have carried throughout our marriage Mm -hmm. rock hard place (laughs) object unstoppable force i mean fire and ice like the whole thing but at the end like we are excuse my language audience listeners, but we are no shit committed to each other. Mm -hmm. Like whatever we come up against, no matter how rocky or shaky it may get at the end of the day, I never question that. Like I know foundationally we are like, no, I have chosen you. You are my person. person. (laughs) Yeah. But you're my person and come hell or high water. Like, we are staying together, and mm-hmm. we are going to work it out. Yeah. And I wonder now, hindsight always twenty twenty, but looking back, like, what a gift that how our relationship began really helped that seed to flourish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking about that as you were talking, was like, because so much, I mean... I would hop on a plane mm-hmm. when I could, when I could get the time off. Yeah. You know, so we, we might see each other every maybe once a month, maybe six, six weeks, weeks. Yeah. something like that. But I think, you know, it, it was kind of that delayed gratification mm-hmm. of like, we don't get to see each other all the time. We don't get to, you know, actually go on dates all the time. Mm-hmm. It was all that yeah talking being able just to connect that really didn't yeah solidify and build such a solid ground for us that i mean it's been something that has been said so many times and it's like i don't really like you right now mm-hmm. i love you mm-hmm. i don't like you yeah you're out of my face right now i, I love you but go away. But go away. Yeah. And <laughs> like just being able to have that delineation that, you know, mm-hmm. like right now, I just need to go. But there's not any loss of affection. There's not any, right. you know, it's not, you're not doing something for me. I'm out. It's a, it's more on us mm-hmm. individually to share what we need in that moment and that for me has always been a challenge because i'm superman i need nothing Mm -hmm. i can do it all on my own i will take the world on my back 
but it's really heavy. And maybe if you could just take a little bit, that'd be cool. And I've gotten better over time. Yes. But I think, again, going back to it, that that foundation that we set Mm -hmm. of that commitment, making that choice, because it was a conscious decision for both of us. I mean, it would have been easy for you to date somebody here in Nashville. Yeah, or same for you. I mean, it always would be easier to, yeah, like be where you are Mm -hmm. and... So it was definitely a decision mm-hmm. that was made and yeah. honored. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember, you know, all of that and, you know, people that I worked with that are like, you know, again, air quotes, your girlfriend, you know, it's kind of, you know, the, <laughs> we were watching something. This is just the, the funny, oh, your girlfriend in Canada. It's like, she's real. Like your girlfriend in Tennessee, whatever. I'm like, not like she's a real human being. <laughs> but also, like, you know, at the time, it's like, okay, I'm spending a crap ton on plane tickets. Mm-hmm. My phone bill is stupid high sometimes. Well, you did good. You got smarter. Yeah. You transitioned <laughs> to the same phone network. <laughs> to the same network. So, so it was we all got great. free unlimited minutes and we like doubled down on our texts. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, but then I could great. also work pretty much as much as I wanted because I, I knew at the time if I wasn't working while well, my girlfriend lives in a different state and not just like a close state. So might as well work my butt off. So I have funds to Resources. spend yeah. to, you know, when you were coming out or I was coming out to Nashville, either way, like we could actually make it a possibility to see each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. We, you know, finally you graduated from college and moved back to the Northwest mm-hmm. and we got married mm-hmm. and we lived out there for not even a year. No, no. And in that time we weren't there for all of that Mm-mm. year either because, you know, in February we were gone for two weeks, um, in Israel mm-hmm. and then turned around and changed a tire, you know, basically. luggage, basically, and then arrived in Poland. Like end of two Jan- days later, yeah, like it was really. It was a quick turnaround. It was like two or three days, yeah. And yeah, the level of snow, wow, I had never seen in my entire life was amazing. It's so cold, and yeah, we were there through spring. Mm-hmm. Came back in the end of May or June, something like that. I think May. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I think yep. at that point you worked for a bit longer at Wafer Tech. Yeah. And then we had made the commitment, well, let's move back to Nashville for a graduate program. Yeah, for so you me. could do your master's. Um, and so that's really the first time you lived in Nashville. Yeah. But then, let's just for our audience, mm-hmm. <laughs> a year later. We weren't even in Nashville anymore because it just so happened I got a job offer and wouldn't you know, it was in Singapore of all places. So we moved to the opposite side of the planet. Yes. And so we were there for four years Mm -hmm. and since then we came back and Nashville has been home base, I would say. Um, Yeah. And we've been here for, this summer's going to be 10 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a bit, big picture of... Us and 
where we are where we've been and yeah we'll get in a little bit more to like why poland why singapore the the journey that has brought us to to where we are now but just as a big picture view as a you know a little bit about us that's a i think a a pretty good you know thirty thousand foot view of the of the landscape it's fun to you know having talked about it from this level because i see themes that have been present our entire journey and that have served us Mm -hmm. so the commitment was one Mm -hmm. right we make a decision and we recognize what it means the good and the challenging Mm -hmm. and we just say we continually are a yes Mm -hmm. right whatever that means or looks like whether it's our relationship or if we're gonna go to poland (laughs) you know or we're going to singapore wherever the other thing that you said and i think this is definitely a theme of our life as well is when we're presented with what others might perceive as a wildly outrageous opportunity mm-hmm. where most would be in their head running calculations and saying, no, that's not reasonable or logical. We jump like we are in our heart and we say yes to mm-hmm. the seemingly crazy. And what I found in that is it's always worked out. Mm-hmm. Like never has it not worked out. Yeah, we've we've been incredibly fortunate to be presented with opportunities that a lot of people aren't. Like we have these these opportunities and it is it's sometimes just like those fleeting things of you know, a passing comment from somebody that you met in college about opening a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you're I mean you're kind of the driving force, I guess. Your professor for whichever class that was like, hey, so I know a principal that needs a science teacher. Yeah. And that could have, you know, gone either way. It could have been like, oh, great, yeah. I'll look into it and then let it drop or pursue it a little bit or get into, you know, some of the the bigger details and two in our heads about it. Mm-hmm. But again... Like we'll dive into that, I feel like, a little bit later. Yeah, um, absolutely. We'll elaborate on a lot yeah. of things. But, yeah, just that big picture view, themes. Yeah, running themes. So our goal is to put out one episode a week. Maybe some bonuses here and there, but minimally one episode a week. Bonuses! <laughs> You're cut off from coffee. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, but at least one a week and just kind of tackle some of the, not tackle, but talk about some of the different things that we've got to experience in life and, you know, some of the experiences that we've had, some of the things that we've learned, because like you said, like that was something that we did learn is life is very relational. Like that's, that's it. Life is very relation, relational and we as human beings share life by telling stories and by bringing other people into our story. Yes. And so hopefully, you know, sharing our story and some of our experiences and some of the, the things that we've got to see and do 
hopefully other people can learn from our triumphs and our mistakes and the mm-hmm. you know the things that we've learned along the way and all of that but that's the whole point for me is just to share a little bit with people yeah with the world like i i say it all the time at work like i reserve the right to be wrong one of my professors when i was in college always said you are not an authoritative source on anything it's like you're a student you can't claim that you know anything you're learning everything and so like that got driven so hard into me like i'm not an authoritative source on anything but my life yeah your own experience so you know that's what i want to share is our experience now you know other people have had other experiences and will have other experiences and will experience some of the same situations differently than we did but from our perspective here's how we approached it here's how we are looking at it and this is what happened mm-hmm. so that's what we want to share that's what i want to share it's all about love it is all about love yeah so that's the that's the start that's the beginning we'll see what other conversational piece we come up with later and see if we can't get more done but in the meantime love you bye love you bye